Periscope, Blab, Facebook Live, video streaming apps that have taken the world by storm. US marketers are creating massive engagement using live streaming video. It was the hottest topic at the recent Social Media Marketing World Conference in San Diego. No one can afford to be left behind as live streaming video takes hold. In this episode, I talked to Alex Cameron, a marketing consultant from San Diego, who attended this mega conference. Don't miss the special report where Alex shares with you insights, lessons and strategies about live streaming video and the future of content marketing. That's all right here in episode 87 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome. You're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. So let's get on with the show. And here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome, folks, to the Empath Podcast. Thanks, as always, for downloading or streaming this episode. I really appreciate you plugging me and my guests into your earphones. At the end of May, I'm doing a speech for Financial Liverpool, and I'll be looking at how I believe that engagement using content marketing and social media is the key to market growth in UK financial services. Chatting with my podcast guest today just adds to my belief that this is the way ahead. Too many product providers either don't get it or are so mired in bureaucracy that they can't do it. The opportunity is there for advisors for the taking. I met Alex Cameron on social media and we've been talking a great deal recently about engagement, creating conversations and building trust. As she attended the recent Social Media Marketing World Mega Conference in San Diego, I really had to invite her onto the podcast to share insights from the event with you. Today's episode might be light on finance, but I believe that the messages for financial advisors are so important. We really can't ignore live streaming video in our marketing. Alex is a social media coach from San Diego, California. With a background in the hospitality industry, she loves empowering her clients with the knowledge and the direction they need to succeed in the world of digital marketing and social media. So let's get right into that chat right here on the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. So Alex, welcome to the Empath podcast. Hi, Roger. Great to be here today. I'm excited. How are you doing? You're actually Skyping me from San Diego in the United States. I am. I am in sunny San Diego. The weather is not so sunny today, but generally 360 days of the year, we are enjoying sunshine. I I couldn't complain at all. Alex, you're a really special guest for the Empath podcast today because you're effectively our correspondent in the United States, bringing us an update on what you learned at the Social Media Marketing World Conference, which happened just over a week ago. But before we get into that, Alex, why not tell everyone who's listening to the podcast a little bit about yourself, where you come from, where you're going, what your ambitions are, and basically what makes Alex Cameron tick? What does make Alex tick? That's a great question, Roger. Um, I am a social media coach, trainer, and speaker, and what I love to do is to empower small business owners in social media. Social media can be extremely overwhelming. It can be frustrating. I want to completely eliminate that when it comes to working with social media. So that's exactly what I do. I work with small business owners and help them to empower themselves when it comes to social media so that they can rock 
their social media strategy. That's really what I do. I love teaching people. I love being able to speak about social media so that I can teach people and reach a larger audience. But for me, it's really about not only educating people, but providing them the right direction when it comes to social media so they're not completely overwhelmed. Um, They're not as frustrated or as stressed out with social so that they can focus more on their other responsibilities when it comes to running a business. So long story short, that is that is what I do and that's what I love doing and so being able to have a business where I am fulfilling my passion is a blessing Um, and I'm very appreciative of it and it keeps me energized every single day because I'm working with so many different business owners so many different industries Um, just letting them experience those aha moments is really what gives me validation in my job and it's really what I love to do so I'm a lucky girl over here for sure. And of course, you live in San Diego, and by happy coincidence, San Diego is the venue for Social Media Marketing World. And for those of you listening to the Empath Podcast who might not have heard of Social Media Marketing World, it's probably the biggest social media conference currently on the planet. I think that's probably fair to say. Um, Quite a lot of very high-profile U.S. social media marketers like Michael Stelzner, who's the organizer of the event, Marcus Sheridan, Gary Vaynerchuk, all attend and speak at this conference. There are even a few British people there. Ian Anderson Gray was a speaker this year. So you're really fortunate to have this conference right on your doorstep. So, of course, you went to the conference. What, What did you think of it, Alex? Uh, You're completely right, first of all. You bring the top social media experts to a conference. It's going to be a success. It's going to be a big deal. It is actually the largest conference in our industry. They bring about 3,000 people from all across the world, Roger, and you can really feel that energy. Being in a room where everybody is so passionate about social media is so much fun. It's almost like we've, we're in this community where everybody knows and understands and likes and speaks the same language. And so for me, it was just about experiencing that energy and knowing and, and ha- coming from a place where this was in my backyard. I mean, I, I couldn't pass up the opportunity. And in addition to that, like you said, you're bringing in all these uh, experts and one place. I mean, that in itself is a golden opportunity. Um, It was almost kind of like a whirlwind. It went by so quick, but you learn a lot. You meet a lot of great people. And like I said, the positive energy from everybody was amazing. It was, it was an awesome experience. And of course, you've got lots of seminars you can go to see that are keynote speeches and fairly um, extensive networking opportunities as well. I think uh, there was a networking event held on an aircraft carrier, I believe, which sounds pretty awesome. So did you meet any of those luminaries um, and get a chance to talk to them? I did. I'm one of those people where if I want to meet someone, I make sure that I meet them. (laughs) (laughs) So I was definitely taking selfies with some of my role models and mentors. So for example, Mari Smith, who is the top Facebook expert, she lives in San Diego and she of course was at Social Media Marketing World and um, I had a chance to, you know, talk to her again. I've met her several times. She's so friendly, very um, approachable and I appreciate that, especially where she is in her career right now. Um, I also met 
a woman named Kim Garst, who is a social media expert. She's known as the Periscope Queen. Um, she's really built up her community on Periscope, and she's an expert in her own right. But what I really appreciated about her, Roger, was that she was so human. Um, she didn't. She was very humble in the sense that. You know, we walked up and we just started talking, and it felt like I was connecting with a good friend. Um, and we we actually had a lot of fun together. We were walking and talking, and then we actually went to the um, Hootsuite was there as a vendor, and they had this photo booth, and we just were like, "Hey, let's go take a picture at the photo booth." And it was it was really it was a cool experience. You don't expect somebody who is at that point in their career um, to, in a sense, interact with the the common the common people like myself. Um, so I appreciated that she was so approachable and so kind um, to even do that with me. Um, and I would say all the speakers that I interacted with had the same approach. Ian Cleary, who is the social media tools expert, he actually, um, it's interesting, he actually saved my life on an escalator, believe it or not. <laughs> I was, I was um, trying to multitask. I was going up the escalator to the top floor. And I had my phone out because I wanted to Snapchat as I was going up the escalator. Well, I missed my step, um, didn't put my foot in the right place. And so I actually began to fall back. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm literally <laughs> about to fall at the middle of social media marketing world in front of all these people. Well, the gentleman beside me held his hand out to kind of hold me back from falling. And I'm in such shock because I thought I was literally going to fall over on myself. And then I turn around and it's Ian Cleary. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this would only happen to me where I would have this, you know, awesome social media expert save my life. So I told him that I was like, well, we have to take a selfie because you saved my life. And so <laughs> I actually um, was spreading the word about his new reputation that he's a lifesaver and a superhero. Um, and I was able to reconnect with him at the end of the conference. And I told him that. And someone actually beside us was like, yeah, she was telling me how you're a superhero and a lifesaver. And I was like, see, I told you, you have a new a job role now. Um, but yeah, just experiences like that, I think, are so memorable. That's something that I'm never going to forget is just how um, kind these people were at the conference. And of course, the people who are listening to the Empath podcast on the whole are UK-based people in the financial services industry and this podcast has evolved a bit but there's still quite a few of the names that you've mentioned there that a few people might not recognize so I will include links to people like Kim Garst and Mari Smith and Ian Cleary in the show notes for the podcast what were the key takeouts for you from this mega conference obviously you said 3,000 people there hundreds of keynote speeches and workshops and all sorts of different terms uh, topics under discussion. What did you come out of social media marketing world thinking about social media and marketing and what we need to do? A lot of the focus of this conference, a lot of the keynotes were talking about where is marketing going? Mm -hmm. What is the future of marketing? And hands down, Roger, the answer to that question was live video. You could not escape those two words the entire conference. Keynotes were talking about this. A lot of the workshop sessions were diving into live video, the importance of it. So if I could sum up the conference in two words, hands down, it would be live video. And I think there, um, there deserves a conversation then on why is live video so important? What makes it different from uh, a normal video or just traditional video marketing? 
why are so many brands and companies embracing this and why should more businesses and brands embrace this as the future of marketing. And so if we go into that, I think what makes live video so crucial nowadays is that in order to stand out from the noise of social media, you need to make a connection with your community. And it's more than just post and go, right? You can't just post content and call it a day. You have to bring in that engagement. And with live video, you can do that on such a more personal level. Um, There is a phrase, human to human, right? Where it's humans making a connection with other humans. And I think that is the advantage of social media in so many ways is that you can build a connection that is so much more personal than before because of social media. That is something that was highlighted during many of the sessions for the advantage of live video, and that is you are in front of that camera. It is not your brand. It is not your company. It is the people behind your brand and company that are going to be the new advocates for your business. So be able to have those platforms where we can actually build that relationship a lot more quickly with our audience is something that businesses and brands are going to need to take advantage of that if they want to stand out from their competition. So hands down, it has to be live video. I mean, think about if we go back to the kind of mid 2015 and now into 2016, all these live video apps were popping up. We had Meerkat that's kind of started this whole revolution, right? And then we had Periscope very shortly after that. And then now we have Blab. And of course, Facebook jumped on board and was like, okay, we're doing Facebook Live. So there are tons of different um, opportunities for us to build a more human relationship with our communities on social media through live video. And that's why I really want to emphasize that today because it is a great opportunity for you, like I said, to build a, a lot more loyal community because you're showing people the human um, the human side of your brand, if, if that makes sense. It does. And I'm just wondering, is it actually the interaction that comes with live video that people like and creates that engagement? Because if you think about it, a lot of brands have been successfully using recorded video, which they probably post to YouTube and then embed within their websites. But of course, all you can do with a YouTube video is watch it. You might be able to put some comments down underneath the video and whoever originally posted the video may well come along and answer those comments but that doesn't happen in real time whereas live video you've got that person presenting on the screen live in front of you and you can type in comments you can ask them questions and they can respond in real time so is that what makes live video so important for marketers going forward that instant interaction absolutely people want to feel like they're part of something bigger right? We want to feel like we are part of a revolution or a movement. I think that's so important to our current generation. So going back to live video, then giving people the opportunity to interact in the moment, Mm. right? In the actual moment of the event of the, um, of that time where you can interact directly 
with these brands and businesses. It's no longer, um, you know, these people are before I think there was this um, feeling that businesses, there was almost like this disconnect, right? You were talking to the man behind the curtain. You didn't really know who that person was. Now with live video, that has completely changed the game. Now we can see the man behind the curtain. And because of that opportunity, people are more likely to connect with brands on a lot more personal level. Um, and you, like you said, we're able to interact with them. We're able to ask questions in the moment. That is a lot more valuable than uploading a video that was pre-recorded, um, that was edited and touched up. It's not very authentic. Live video gives you the opportunity to be extremely authentic. People like that. That's what they crave. They want to see that vulnerability because that gives them the opportunity to connect with you on a greater level because they are realizing that these brands, companies, businesses, that they are made up of humans just like they are. And so that opportunity to be able to uh, connect on that personal level, I think is huge. It's, it's what separates live video from traditional video marketing because you are in the moment with them. I think this is fascinating. And I'm thinking about the industry that I represent within the United Kingdom. A lot of my clients come from the financial services industry. And, and just as in the United States, in the UK, financial services is a very he heavily regulated industry. And a lot of the content that is produced by the financial services industry has to be um, assessed against a load of compliance criteria. We're not allowed to promote certain products in a certain way. We're not allowed to say certain things about products that might create um, unreasonable expectations amongst customers. And therefore, the current model where you produce content, have it signed off, and then put it out there, it is obviously the, the way that we've done things for many, many years. And I, I guess to a certain extent, Live video is going to go against that because at the moment, if, if a company wants to shoot a video and put it on YouTube, it's fine. They can shoot it. They can edit out anything that breaks the rules. They can they can touch it up. They can make everybody look, um, you know, they can uh, use the lighting and all of that sort of thing to make everybody look good. But ultimately, they've signed it off and they're happy with it before it gets put out there. Whereas with live video, there's going to be that fear that because we can't pre-approve this, because it's happening in the moment and we can't pre-approve the questions that people are going to ask, we can't pre-approve the answers that we're going to give, I think quite a lot of companies are going to be sitting there thinking, we shouldn't touch this live video, we really shouldn't, because it's just too much of a regulatory minefield. But really what I'm sitting here thinking, having listened to what you've said, is that if companies in heavily regulated industries could overcome that fear and could come up with some way of of convincing themselves that they would be okay within the rules then that's going to give them a massive advantage yeah i don't think it's even a question anymore i think it's going to very quickly become a necessity in your marketing strategy and i know with industries that are more cautious this is going to ruffle their feathers mm. it's going to make them want to pull back more but that is not the right path because this is where marketing is going. We have to create those authentic experiences for people and you're not going to do it if you're not in the moment with them. If that is what people are craving, that's what you have to give them. Now that I understand there are some um, privacy considerations and a lot of red tape with some industries. However, you mentioned earlier about, you know, some companies are, you know, they can't promote certain products. Honestly, that's not what people are looking for with live video. They're mm -hmm. not looking for another sales call. They're not looking for another 
your sales presentation. Um, they're not even really looking for you to necessarily talk about your product or service. Like I said before, they want to feel like they're part of something bigger. So take the conversation in a different direction that still brings it back to the application of your business, but make it more of a conversation. I think that um, is a great way for these industries that have maybe held back from social media in general for them to um, get into live video without feeling that they are um, you know, exposing too much or they feel like they're crossing the red tape. I think there is a way around this. And um, like I said, I think it's a necessity at this point. So, you know, as much as I understand where these industries are coming from, as much as I appreciate and respect uh, what they are doing, if they want to evolve, if they want to keep up with other brands and businesses, they're going to have to reevaluate that. And it's going to have to be a conversation that as a team, they're going to have to decide how they're going to approach this. But it's not going away. I can tell you that. <laughs> I, I, th I think, again, it crystallizes it in my mind because a lot of companies still think of social media as just another promotional channel. It's just another way of advertising. It's just another way of going sell, sell, sell. And I think they've got to overcome that thought process. They've got to see this as an engagement experience, as a way of building trust with the customer, as a way of just interacting with the customer and as, as answering questions and, and giving them content that they actually want to consume, rather than saying, oh, this is the latest thing, live video, we'll just go on there and we'll just push product, push product, push product. That's not the way I think, that's not the way that this will evolve. This will evolve as a way of creating trust with people because as you said before it's not going to be about a big nameless brand talking to its customers or selling to its customers this is going to be a real person in front of you a human person you know warts and all because they won't all look like Brad Pitt or uh, or, or George Clooney will they you know it'll, it'll be a real person talking to real people and I think that that will give brands the opportunity to create that trust and create that relationship if they appreciate right from the start that this shouldn't just be a promotional vehicle. Absolutely. That's not, that just doesn't work nowadays. I think we're also smarter because we have been exposed to social media for over a decade now. We know what a sales pitch is on a digital landscape and we don't want that that actually turns us off and annoys us, we're going to just keep on scrolling through our newsfeed. No one wants to interact with a sales robot, Roger. They want to interact with another human being. So if your approach with social media still at this point is how can I promote and sell my product, then you might as well not be on social media. Your first question with social should be what value can I provide to my community and how am I going to express that and convey that on social media? You brought up a really good point about the trust factor. Trust mm. is huge. And live video gives you the opportunity to quickly build that trust because people are seeing you for who you are because you're right there in front of the camera. Um, this gives you the opportunity not only to get to know your community on a more personal level, for them to get to know you on a more personal level. Once they get to know you and like you, they're going to ideally trust you. Mm -hmm. So if you are showing them yourself, flaws and all, 
I'm going to respect that, respect that a lot more than if I, you know, saw someone who was essentially just trying to be a spokesperson for their company. You know, I don't, I, no one wants to see that anymore. They want to see the more authentic, um, genuine side of the business or brand. Did you get a feeling from what was being said at Social Media Marketing World, so much talk about live video, where people should be focusing their attention? Because as you said, we've got, well, we've got Meerkat, which has effectively gone by the wayside. Periscope, very popular app. One of my problems with Periscope is it's not very targeted. You turn it on and all, you know, you could have loads of people watching you from all over the world, not necessarily your customers. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's very difficult to target. Blab is a bit different. You can have four people on the screen at one time. And then, of course, we've got Facebook Live now, which is uh, is taking off big style. And that does allow you to target. You can, you can do Facebook Live within a Facebook group, or you can do Facebook Live on your page, or you can do Facebook Live as an individual. Was there a, a consensus of, of opinion at Social Media Marketing World as to which of these horses to back? There are advantages and challenges to each of those platforms, and you kind of hinted about some of them. Um, the general, I think the general theme for live video was because it's so um, new, that they gives us, this gives us the opportunity to explore each of these platforms and figure out which of them works best in terms of engagement for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what... I've seen a lot of companies to uh, do is do simultaneous periscopes as well as Facebook live, which yeah. I think is a, is a great idea because you're, you're essentially killing two birds with one stone. Um, and I think at this point we need to do, we just need to be in an experimental phase where we try out each of these different platforms and see where am I getting the most engagement? Where am I getting the most questions and comments? And I think as you figure that out, you're going to be able to then decide which platform should I focus most of my energy on. Now, something that a lot of people don't know specifically with Facebook Live, Roger, is that Facebook live videos are going to rank higher on an individual's newsfeed than any other type of content. Right. And I'm throwing that out there because if you're marketing your social media strategy is focused on Facebook, then I would definitely make sure you are incorporating Facebook live into your strategy now because Facebook is valuing it as really awesome content and they want as many people to interact and see these videos as possible. So they're intentionally placing them higher on people's newsfeed, which actually makes our lives easier with marketers. Um, as a lot of us know and are dealing with right now, organic reach is um, quite a challenge for us. Uh-huh. We are either having to pay to play and invest in some form of advertising or now we have the option with Facebook to do more of these Facebook live videos, knowing now that they are ranking higher in people's newsfeed. And that's what we want to see. We want to see, you know, people interacting with these videos, uh, posting comments and questions and sharing it with their friends. Um, so that's just a, a point with Facebook live. But I think the the general idea here is that you need to experiment first on each of these platforms. It's really easy to get started. It doesn't require a lot of equipment. Um, it doesn't even need to require a lot of time in the sense that we can take advantage of people's limited attention spans nowadays. Um, it does, these videos don't need to go on and on. They don't need to be hours long. They can be just as effective 
within, you know, five or 20 minutes versus one or two hours. People are actually looking for quick videos. They don't want something that goes on and on and on. And I guess another issue that might arise, especially in the more cautious industries that we've mentioned there before, is that some companies will sit back and say, well, there's so many different live video platforms at the moment. We'll just sit back and see which one establishes itself and then we'll jump on it and then we'll start doing it. And I don't think that's the right approach. I think you're absolutely spot on, Alex. I think we've got to experiment. We've got to try Periscope. We've got to try Facebook Live. We've got to try Blab and see what the results are. We're in it for the long game. And if live streaming video is the way forward, we can't really wait and see which one becomes the established vehicle. I think that we have to we have to dive in there and start interacting with our customers. Absolutely. Don't make your life harder by waiting because then you're just going to have more competition. If you start out and build these communities when the competition is low, it's going to help you in the long run. So my, I completely agree with you. Jump right in. Um, get started now while we are still building these communities on each of these platforms. It's going to make it easier by far in the future for you. Alex, this has been fascinating to talk to you about live video and and all the good advice that's come out of social media marketing world. But I'm sure there was not it wasn't just all about live video. What what else did you pick up from social media marketing world that you think the listeners of the podcast need to hear? In addition to live video, there were a lot of workshops about advertising. Right. I mentioned earlier that um, in today's day and age, we do have to pay to play. We do have to invest money due to the decline in organic reach. It's no longer uh, such an easy process where we can post content and everybody can see it. Um, a lot of people don't know this still, but only about 5 to 7% of your Facebook page community actually sees your content. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, that's, um, that's quite a challenge for us as marketers and business owners. And so we do have to invest money now into advertising. A lot of the workshops focus specifically on Facebook advertising because uh, they provide the most advanced targeting features. Um, so that was kind of... Um, That was what a lot of the workshops focused on was specifically on how to create uh, Facebook ads that are going to work, that are going to deliver quality ROI. And of course, again, I think that what you're doing here is you're boosting the chance of your content being seen by more of your audience as opposed to again the traditional thought process that usually goes behind advertising is is it's all about promote 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 what you what you're not saying here is that you're having to sell more and promote more in the traditional sense what you're actually saying is you just need to make sure that your good content that you want people to see and it's not and it isn't necessarily promotional content it could be answering questions it could be true content marketing we just need to boost it higher up the um, in in their uh, in their feeds. Exactly, it's about the reach. It's about getting more eyes on your content. It's also about getting the right eyes on your content. That's why I think Facebook advertising was reinforced at this conference because um, you are able to target exactly who you want to target with Facebook. That is the advantage of Facebook advertising over all these platforms is that you can get so specific and so detailed on who these ads are going to reach. And I think that's so important, especially in your strategy. You don't want to show your ads to everybody, right? If you're targeting everyone, you're targeting no one. (laughs) 
You have to make sure that you're taking the time to understand who do I want to target in this ad. Facebook makes it easier for you to do that. And I think what's probably worth repeating and something you said earlier, Alex, is that if you're publishing a blog post within Facebook or or, or an article or something like that, you may have to pay to boost to boost that post so that more people see it. But if you've been doing live video, it's likely that the organic reach of that live video will already be a lot higher without you having to pay for it. Exactly. And I think there's this misconception that you have to invest thousands of dollars in Facebook advertising. It's too expensive. Absolutely not. That is another uh, quality that I love about Facebook advertising is that you do not need to invest a lot to get quality ROI. A lot of my clients that I've worked with, we've invested a couple hundred in the beginning and we've seen some great results. Facebook wants to show you where your dollars and cents are going and they do a very good job of doing that. Um, but like you were saying with live video, um, you because they're showing up higher in your news feed, you want to make sure that you're focusing your content on that as well because you don't really have to pay to um, boost that sort of content. Facebook's already doing the work for you yeah. because they want people to like Facebook Live. So the, Facebook is actually helping us out for once. <laughs> we should probably <laughs> take advantage of that. Absolutely. Alex, it's been fascinating to talk to you about this, all this great information coming from San Diego, coming from the social media marketing world. Before we go, I always like to finish the podcast off with a quick fire round of business questions. And because you don't work in the financial services industry, I'm not going to ask you the financial services question. But the second question I always ask is, tell us about a campaign or a product that's really caught your attention in the last year. Tell us what it was and what you liked about it. Campaign that I recently came upon actually through Snapchat of all platforms. And we could have talked a lot about Snapchat, but... Um, this was coming from the Washington Post mm -hmm. and they're very active on Snapchat and going back to what we were talking about earlier about creating an authentic experience for community, they're doing exactly that. Um, right now, for the last past couple weeks, they have featured two of their employees who work at the Washington Post and they're literally traveling the world and documenting their experience on Snapchat. How cool is that? I feel like I am in Africa with them because they're creating that experience for me. So whatever country they are in, they're documenting it. And what I love about Washington Post and their approach is that it is very authentic. So just today, they were posting about how they missed their, the employees missed two of their trains. Um, they missed their flight, but they were they were just going with it. They were going with the with their experiences and showing people a lot more authentic lens. Um, and I think that's great, and it's very innovative. And I think that's something that all brands should be taking advantage of with live. Is that you can create those authentic experiences where people feel like there in the moment with you. So two thumbs up to Washington Post for keeping that innovative spirit and showing people the human side of their brand. I love it. It's great. Tell us about an app or a gadget that's made a massive difference to your business. 
Ooh, this is my favorite question and topic. I love talking about tools to save you time on social. Hands down, one of my favorite tools is Canva. I This is my go-to tool for all of my social media graphics. Um, a lot of us don't have the budget in the beginnings to afford a graphic designer, so Canva gave us the budget-friendly option to create these graphics on the go. It is such a user-friendly platform. I spend about um, 20 to 30 seconds creating an image that looks like a graphic designer spent hours creating it. Because the visual is so important in social media, it's something that people need. They need a lot of images. Canva gives you a very great solution for that. I highly recommend it to everybody. If you're not already using Canva, get on it. You're going to fall in love very quickly with it. <laughs> all the caption slides and all the cover images that I use for the Empath Podcast I designed them on Canva myself. <laughs> Alex, what's the best business book you've ever read? Tell us what you like about it and what you took from it. You know, Roger, I don't have a favorite book. I have favorite experiences from each of the book that I read. And I'll okay. talk specifically about a book that I've been peer pressured to read for my girlfriends. And that is <laughs> Lean In with Sheryl Sandberg. Um, to be completely honest, I resisted reading this particular book because I felt that Cheryl was giving a skewed lens, that she has a lot of um, privileges and opportunities that the everyday woman doesn't have. So I resisted reading it and then my girlfriends were like, oh, you just have to read it, you just have to read it. I'm like, fine, okay, I'm going <laughs> to read it. And I'm about a quarter through the book and what I appreciate most about this book in particular and really all books that are written by um, people who have kind of built themselves up in the business world is her personal experiences of failure. I think that's where people can really connect and really learn from someone. It's not about their success stories because a lot of times they're very similar. It's more about um, what did they learn from their experiences when they were failing or what did they experience? What did they learn from the challenges they were experiencing? Cheryl does talk a lot about that and I appreciate and respect that especially as um, a woman myself. I think there's a lot of challenges that she presents and, and there's a lot of um, personal stories that she provides that gives me an opportunity to connect with her on a personal level and I can appreciate that. Fantastic. Alex, hopefully a lot of people listening to the podcast today are going to want to get in touch with you and have a chat with you about social media perhaps. What's the best way that they should get in touch with you? I am all across social media. So if you love to connect with me on there, I'm on a lot of different platforms. Um, I'm on Facebook. So facebook.com slash SIG. So that's S-I-G social marketing. That is my Facebook business page. And then I'm also going to throw out my Snapchat um, code because I have built such a, a great community on Snapchat. It's so much fun and I love connecting with people on there. It's, it's really in the moment. Um, so if you would like to connect with me on Snapchat, then my username is Alex Cameron. So that's C-A-M-E-R-O-N-S-D for San Diego. Awesome. Alex, I'll include all of the links to your um, contact details, plus all the things we've talked about, referencing Mari Smith, Kim Garst, etc., etc., in the show notes of the podcast, which you can find at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. Alex, it's been fantastic to talk to you today. Really enjoyed it. Lots of great 
information, excitement, motivation, really want to get stuck into live video even more. I really need to get myself onto Facebook Live. I've been procrastinating. I'm a big, I'm a big periscoper, but I've not tried Facebook Live, so I'm going to get on there. Let me wish you every success for the future, and I'll talk to you again in a few weeks when we do our live blab session. Sounds great, Roger. For listening to the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You can be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? <laughs>